welcome. This is the Dating Counselor Podcast, the show that takes you out of the dating game and into a successful relationship. I'm Lonnie Harmon, and I'm a licensed therapist, and I am the Dating Counselor. Thanks for listening. So what does it take to create a successful relationship? Well, that is the question that I am out to answer in teaching you my new class, The Relationship Screening Method. Go over to thedatingcounselor.com, click under Courses, and learn more about this new course that I'm offering on a virtual platform that also comes with weekly live coaching sessions with yours truly. So that's again, go to thedatingcounselor.com, look under courses and look up the relationship screening method so that you can actually apply the method to then begin creating your successful relationship. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. We are going to talk about conflict resolution and I have brought my sweet honey. Hello. This is Mark, the man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) He is my husband and... I want him to be in on this one because I think conflicts happen inside of a relationship and it's best to have two people to have this conversation, don't you think? Yeah. So I've wanted to do this podcast for a long time because I think conflict resolution is a skill that we're we're pretty good at in the workplace, but Mm. when it comes to a romantic relationship, we just (laughs) struggle (laughs) because there's so much emotion involved and when our emotional brain kicks in and our thinking brain stops, then... Bye-bye, words. <laughs> yeah, right? Definitely. So what really, truly inspired this, <laughs> which is uh, a guilty pleasure reveal, is that um, I like to watch The Bachelor. Yep. And my sweetheart will watch it with me. Uh, we started watching it when we were dating. Yeah. And tell them why you started watching ah. The Bachelor. <laughs> well, it was a good excuse to hang out with you. So I was like, hey, you guys want to watch The Bachelor? That's fine. So, and it, your friends do, actually. So it was kind of cool. Like, we would hang out. And, yeah, it was like yeah. his way to get to know yeah. my friends. And then also, um, he used to say, I don't care what we're watching if we're snuggling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And I, I can... I, I appreciated that because it was fun for me to watch it. And yeah. then we both have these, you know, psychological thinking, picking apart well, yeah, brains. The, and so the therapist and me a background in psychology and sociology, it's kind of like our brain candy. Right. Like to watch totally. the emotional, yeah. you know, the relationship stuff go awry and then be like, oh, that's so crazy. Right. What did this person do? <laughs> and nowadays, like, I feel like it gets such a bad rap, that show. I mean, it kind of always has. Let's be real. It's yeah. not. It's not super tasteful. But it it's gotten worse. <laughs> it, it has. I, I really still well like before. it though. I still like it. Oh yeah, um, it's still good. It's just but I, I sometimes tell people, oh yeah, I watch that because I need to like keep up with the kids, you know, <laughs> keep up with keep, them. keep up with my clients and make it real yeah. exciting for us to talk about it. And yes, that is true. But I also I enjoy it. I admit it. Okay, so what's the premise of The Bachelor, honey? So The Bachelor is essentially, and it started off so as a guy. Who's trying to find a wife? Um, and so they set on him reality up with, TV. Yeah, on reality TV, of course. With uh, and they set him up with twenty-five different women mm-hmm. um, on the very first night. And so he has to go through and decide: all right, which half am I keeping? Which half am I gonna let go? And then from there, they start to go to different, more and more exotic locations and whittling it down to who he potentially could end up 
marrying. <laughs> yeah. Then, so yeah. the production staff like helps set up the dates to help them get to know each other. But they're also pretty elaborate dates. Like, oh, yeah. let's go bungee jumping or let's go to this five well, star time, hotel. Yeah, let's go to another country. Yes. Let's go to like, let's go on Rodeo Drive and you get a shopping spree. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would love that date. I don't right. care who I'm with. No, That's how you know it's like super staged because it's like, oh, what real life couple is like, oh, let's go on our next date. We'll just go on a date to France. Can you imagine like, what they always say like after, after the show is so hard. It's like, yeah, because they could only afford Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> and what if she doesn't like Chick-fil-A? <laughs> and I feel like it's if she doesn't like Chick-fil-A, that's a deal breaker, right? exotic getting... locations like the Utah desert. <laughs> yes, like exotic. Where did the one guy go? Like, they only he stayed in the, the States. Badlands? The one was in the Badlands of like, oh, North Dakota. The, or yes, that okay, was... so they have these different dates. They'll awesome. do individual dates. They'll do group dates. And they'll do this one called the two-on-one. And the two-on-one's like our favorite. Yeah. That always brings out the drama and the crazy, but anyway. Right? The one he's talking about is the crystal season mm. when they dropped them off in the Badlands of South Dakota. Like... Literally out in the middle of freaking nowhere. nowhere. Like no man's <laughs> land. And they had set up, of all things, a bed. Oh, man. Like usually they'll have a little tasteful yeah, furniture table, out. Some like roses, table, some, some wine like glasses or something. Grapes. Champagne, whatever. <laughs> you know? But they set up staged. a bed it's a two-on-one and it's a like a queen size (laughs) and i just remember like they had some like what is the implication here (laughs) drapes and it would like float in the breeze and like he never got on the bed with them like they two of them the two girls at the end like sat on the bed and the one looked at him and the other and she goes i know you did (laughs) and i was like oh Oh, man it's getting real yeah that was that was legendary yeah Yeah. and then and then didn't he like not choose either one of them and yeah. he flew away like, in a helicopter? So, good luck in the Badlands. Went from uh, the Bachelor to like Survivor. Click. <laughs> good oh luck. Gosh, that was so epic. That was so epic. Okay, so they do these dates, and then like the top four will go. They'll go to each of the. He'll go to each of their hometowns. And then the top three, they'll do like this exotic location and they do this something called the fantasy suite, which is where you get to sleep over with each other without a camera. Don't get me started. (laughs) And then they'll do two, which I think that's where they meet his family. Uh, Yeah, I think so. And then of the final two, he picks one and like they have a ring that he picks out. Usually he'll choose one. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't. (laughs) Sometimes Sometimes he's like, that's been real. I changed my mind. (laughs) Oh, that's what they call pulling a mesnick. Man, that was good That's. I think they say that he's the one that um, invented or established that whole like throw yourself um, across a balcony and sob. <laughs> yeah. Plus his heart. Anyway. anyway. So that's the conflict premise resolution. of The Bachelor. <laughs> we'll be right back and we will talk to you about conflict resolution, resolution inside of this episode yes. of The Bachelor. Okay, so we decided that we are going to play the conflict for you so that you have the audio and then we're going to talk about it. So here you go. Okay. Her name is Marissa. You know, we just kind of chatted for a little bit, and then she just brought some stuff up to my attention that she thought that I should know. About what? She told me that you've caused a lot of other relationships to end. I don't know what she's referring to, but those were her words. And, like, for me, that was, like, the biggest bomb. For her to say that's very disappointing. 
I haven't broken up any relationships. So what relationship did she say that I break up? And she, she didn't give me details. What? But this is, these are her this words. Is, these are her I words. I am like, I am. Obviously, you can see how that would put me in a bad headspace. I'm like just disgusted right now. I heard my words. No, I haven't because you literally just told me that you don't. I literally just came up to you and I asked you. It's so much drama all the time. I'm so ready to just like ignore it. Do you think that I enjoy this right now? No, I don't. Do you think I that don't. I look forward to this conversation? Do you think there's any way I couldn't address this? That I could just come into this house with you tonight, go meet your family after being told that? Then I don't want to do this. But, but, uh, can we just talk? And what are we going to say? There's nothing. I'm trying to out. I'm not okay, trying let's to talk you. it out. What are we going to say? I'm just asking for the truth. Well, it doesn't matter anymore, Peter, because... So you just have given up on this? You literally just came in here to act like that? Are you kidding me? Excuse me? I literally Excuse just, you what? I just walked up here. I did not accuse you of anything. I simply told you what had happened because You're I was... You're supposed to meet my family tonight, and you decided that what Marissa told you was more important than meeting my entire family. What is this right now? Why I don't you, know. I have nothing to say to you right now. I just have nothing. Do you ever fight for anything that you really want? Yeah, I do. Because I haven't felt you really fight for this. Really? You it's haven't? Like, it's like that's multiple. funny but no i'm being 100 percent real okay. with you i feel like every time it's been me trying to talk you down or you wanting to give up on okay, something well then, or give up on okay. us if that's do you, not, do you not agree with that yeah i don't in the last I do not from the last rose ceremony or second one-on-one no i don't agree with you walking out no i don't agree but I want you to be completely realistic right now. I am do you think, so do you think, done with this conversation right now. I can't do this. I can't. I'm so done. Sorry. Get like I can't. I'm so serious. Okay, welcome back. We're gonna get into how this episode of The Bachelor and this particular couple really illustrates the point of. How not to do it's conflict like resolution? Lack of conflict resolution, <laughs> right? A bad example. A bad of what, example. What not but to we're do. gonna we're gonna highlight like what you what you could do, other choices you could make, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Victoria F. She's from Virginia Beach, and they have like this really slow building connection, like a slow burn, which I think is good in these situations. She the producers kind of edit her to be this like shy in the back, like not really not outgoing, so outgoing yeah. kind of girl. And so she feels like she's not going to get a shot with him, but she does because she ends up, you know, finding her courage late in the game. It seems like at each date and he notices her. So she has gone out on two one-on-ones before she goes to this, into this hometown date. And the, the two one-on-ones, like they did not go yeah. awesome. Like they just didn't. The one time, their very first date, like it was like an amusement park, and then they go to this concert, and the guy that's singing is her (laughs) ex-boyfriend. She doesn't know. He doesn't know, clearly. And I I mean, I feel like that's totally set up. The producers are like, let me just sprinkle some drama, and here's the cherry (laughs) on top. history and see where we can pull up Oh, the devious deliciousness (laughs) that is the production of The Bachelor. So... 
Peter has no idea. After the concert, he goes up, he talks to the guy. He's like, great show. He's like, yeah, I'm here with this girl. She's really awesome. The guy's like, great. Have a good life. Right? Yeah, no big deal. They go to dinner. Victoria's like, I have to tell you something. She's sweating bullets. Like, first and foremost, like, I don't understand why saying, hey, that was my boyfriend turned into like. Oh, that was such a big deal. That level of. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the first one of like, that's an overreaction. Yeah, and honestly, who knows what's going on there? Maybe it's just her guilty conscience or something. But it's, it's like for sure. But but if she's but... not if she's not going to like air the tea over dinner, mm-hmm. like why is he going to be mad that that's her ex boyfriend? Like right. why would that be so bad? Well, not only that, but there's ways to bring that up. You're like, oh yeah, so by the way, this is what happened. So I would have literally whispered in something. your ear. While we're dancing at the concert and been like, that's my ex. ex." And then you would have been like, and then later you've been like, was that weird for you? And I'd be like, kind of. Yeah. I'm cool. It's still not a big deal. There was no drama there. It wasn't like he was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill that guy or whatever. He was was your boyfriend. I never thought you dated before. (laughs) I mean, come on. Like, really, there's other people. People have history, right? Right. That's that's just how it's going to go. So the level that she took that to, where she like got up from dinner, she walked out, and then she does this thing that she does, which is she's like, I've got to leave. I've got to get out of here. I'm I'm so done. I just can't. And so the production team's like, oh, like, you want to leave? Because let's talk about that. Your words mean something. Words mean things. (laughs) When you say, I want to leave, they hear, she wants to leave. That doesn't translate in their brain to... She's having a hard time right now and wants me to soothe her in these ways. <laughs> yeah, no right? kidding. It's, oh, she wants yeah. to leave. Okay, so do you want me to set that up? No. Yes? I don't know, right? But for Victoria, her saying that she wants to leave does not mean that she wants yeah. to leave. It means that she is having an emotional time. Right. Well, every time they break down what that looks like, like, okay, are you saying that you do not want to continue with this process? You're saying that you want to go home. Then she changes her mind and is like... Oh, oh, I don't know. And, and goes back and just walks away. And <laughs> He's like that too. sitting at dinner like, uh. And she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess we'll just eat alone. And then he gives her the rose yeah, every which time. I don't understand. Okay. Yeah. So this date, they're in her hometown. They're in Virginia Beach. They go to some Photoshop place. Yeah, like old time Photoshop. Old time Photoshop mm-hmm. Which is cute. Then they go to the concert that she'd set up. I'm thinking just to have kind of like a Hail Mary for the last one, right? <laughs> and it was good. It seemed like they're having a super good time. Mm. And then she leaves in one car and he leaves in another car. And has he, as he's well, walking... They just walk away from each other after the concert. They're walking on the sidewalk. She turns one way, he turns the other. Well, because, because she's supposed to go... Home. Yeah, she, exactly. She leaves. Right? She's leaving. And then he's going, mm. he's going... Like, they go get ready. But yeah, I was surprised. It was like literally like 10 feet after they kind of go their separate ways. The yeah. girl comes up There's and is like, woman that comes up. Hey, Pete. Hey. And they blur her face. And so yeah. you don't know who she is. But he he knows who she is. He's He recognizes her. Yeah. He's glad to see her. He's like, oh my gosh, what's up? How are you? Come to yeah, find yeah. out. It's his ex-girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. And she is, is or was friends with Victoria F. And, and they have the same knows. friends. They, they, they have like a common group of friends, yeah. right? So she says, hey, I think you're a good guy, and I just feel like I need to warn you about her. She has been known to break up relationships. And that's alarming news. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Right? If if someone were to come up to me and say that, I would be like, point noted, I will discuss yeah. that. 
But like to the girl's credit, she didn't mention names or anything or like details of what happened. She's just like, hey, just so you know, this has kind of been her past behavior, which is, you know, legit. That's right? something that I'd want to People know. sometimes come out of the word works and try to like disrupt your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to say, oh, he cheated. Oh, here's this story. Oh, here's that story. Yeah. Your job isn't necessarily to believe them and take that in and run and run down and react to it. It's to say, I'm going to take that information and I'm going to have a discussion. Right. Right. So that's what he does. He's like, they're in the front of her house. <laughs> he goes there. He's got like flowers in his hand. He's supposed to go meet her family. And he's like, hey, I just, let's talk for a second. And she's like, okay. And he says, so, you know, this thing happened. This girl came and she told me this stuff. Okay. He doesn't come out and say, and therefore I believe about you. And because she said these things, I will now behave. Yeah. He didn't I'm make any choices off of her. I'm just asking He's just questions. saying, here's what happened. Yeah. Right? So she jumps down the road like 10, 20 paces. And <laughs> she's basically like, first of all, she's mm. mad at him for bringing it up right then. Yeah. And, okay, let's talk about timing of bringing up conflict. Mm. There are going to be better times than others. There yeah. really are. However, if you are in a moment where you cannot get past something that you need to be doing, like he's supposed to go meet the family. He can't get past this bump in the road until he talks to her about it. They have a little bit of an opportunity. Go for it. Yeah. And also, um, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet. Yeah. There's not going to be like the windows of heaven open up and say, and now is the time. There's obviously never a great time for conflict resolution. Oh, this is convenient. Let's talk Do you know about what my favorite now. time is? <laughs> 11 o'clock. Well, you're trying to want to go to bed? Let's chat. <laughs> Let me share all my feelings. Tell me about that. <laughs> I, so we, we now learn and I say, I want to talk. Can, do you have three more minutes in you? <laughs> and Before he will, I'm literally snoring. Honestly, he'll say, yes, I have three exact minutes. Or he'll say, you know, I could give you a little bit more. Or absolutely not. <laughs> and sometimes I have to take my feelings to bed. <laughs> And that's hard for me. <laughs> I want to share before I sleep. Um, so going back, he doesn't like make any assumptions or choices off this. He just leaves it there. And she starts getting mad. And she's like, I can't believe you're bringing this up right before you're meeting my family. And he's like, well, I feel like I need to understand this. And she immediately shuts down. Like immediately. Yeah. She's crying. She's angry. Well, I think he did the right thing too. Because as he, he just mentions this, hey, somebody told me this. And leaves it open for her to explain. Okay, so what? What? Let's let's go through what would a, what a, what would an appropriate response be? First right. of all, I think if you're concerned or you're unsure or you need to buy yourself mm-hmm. a little bit of time to calm down, do some reflective listening. Yeah. Reflective listening is literally where you just reflect back what you heard just to make sure you heard it correctly. Mm-hmm. So let's practice. Okay. Ask me your talk about something. <laughs> so, for example, I come home and you're not home, and I'm like, hmm. So when I got home, you weren't here. How's it going? So reflective listening would be, oh, so when I got home, you weren't here. I mean, <laughs> you got home, I wasn't yes. here. Yes. And, and then I could follow. And then how did that feel? Yeah, I was just concerned. I'm usually at home when I get here, so I just didn't know what was going on um, and what was happening. Right. So let's say that I am going to put that through the lens of maybe control issues or trauma from my past right and he's gonna say hey when you when i was home you weren't home and i'm like you don't know me you can't control me you can't tell me where to go and he's like oh i wasn't trying to right we're getting that 
Or I can be like, well, like you ever care? Like you've <laughs> ever asked me before? Ew. <laughs> or I can hear it through the lens called giving my partner mm-hmm. unconditional positive regard and know he's asking because he genuinely cares. He is usually asking for safety and protection reasons. Were you okay? Is everything okay? Are the kids okay? And he also knows that I'm really pretty good at calling or checking in and being like, hey, I'm going to be late or this is what's happened. And because I didn't, he's like, is everything okay? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you weren't here. Did you need anything? Did I forget to go somewhere? <laughs> well, I was supposed to meet you? <laughs> what happened? Back and I'll stop and be like, oh, I'm trying to find out if I'm in trouble, so. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What I miss? Right? So then nah, we jump into totally the space fine. where we kind of clarify and then mm-hmm. it goes there. So what Peter's saying, here's the situation. I wanted Victoria to say, so this woman came in and she said this. And so tell me what you're concerned about so she can clarify and he can say, is this true? Like, do you break right. up marriages? <laughs> tell me more about that. What It sounds like you Why? have some concerns. Yeah. Why would she say that about you? Right. And then you have to do this super, super hard thing in a relationship called... Is there truth to what they're saying? And especially if and when there is, your immediate reaction is usually going to be defensive. Oh, yeah. I get to defend all my choices and you're going to judge me for them and I'm going to defend them. What you have to do is kind of take a deep breath and say, you know, there's some truth to that. Mm-hmm. There's some truth to what she said. Bear with me while I explain my perspective of it. Right. Um, or to say there isn't truth to that and I'm really concerned that you could think there is. So let's talk through this. Well, not to mention everybody also has a history, too. And what may have been true in the past isn't necessarily true now. Mm-hmm. So it does give you that opportunity of, oh, yeah, I can see where that would be concerning. Let's talk about that mm-hmm. um, and, and go over it. Again, especially when there's a pretty simple explanation like, oh, yeah, I had some girlfriends or a lot of drama. We got into some trouble, whatever. Um, that's in the past. Like, I, you know, haven't done that. That was a long time ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or if you have to say the hard truth, call yes. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to be a homewrecker. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I know that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If you can hang with me while I work through that problem, I would appreciate it. Yeah. If you can't, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to let the person that you're dating know where you're at. Where you're it. at. Yeah. So she totally shuts down. She gets completely... She doesn't even acknowledge anything. It was crazy. Yeah. She just totally gets flooded she and everything. she avoids the whole thing. Yeah. And then she comes into... She does a little bit of gaslighting. So let's take a break here for a minute. We're going to break down gaslighting yes. when we come back. Okay. Welcome back. So we are going to talk about gaslighting and how that went. So when she stops, like she, and she initially answers the question. She's like, I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I can't believe she would say that. And then he's just like, can you understand something? Why I need to bring this up? Why I need to talk about it? And she's just like, no. And he's like, well, can we talk about it? And she's like, fine, let's talk about it. What do you want to say? What is there to talk about? What is there to talk about? <clears throat> what is there to talk about? There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. He's over here saying like, I just need to clarify what your past was like and why someone would say that about yeah. you. And she's like, why what is there even to talk about which translates to him called i don't care about you i don't care Mm -hmm. enough about our relationship to stay in this conversation and as far as the gaslighting thing goes it's right after that is when she turns it right around and is like are you kidding me right now you're trying to tell me when you're supposed to be meeting my family tonight like it's his fault to bring up yes so that's exactly trouble 
That's exactly what gaslighting look like, looks like. So just so you know, the definition of gaslighting is when someone intentionally twists your perception of reality for their own gain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you're, he, he sees it this way. He's ready to have this conversation and she twists it and she says, oh, so for, cause she doesn't want to talk about it. She's, she's done with the conversation and she's like, I'm going to turn this on you and I'm going to get mm-hmm. mad at you for even bringing this up. <clears throat> right. Um, classically what it sounds like when people are gaslighting you is they'll say like, I didn't do that. You're upset over nothing. You must be confused again. Uh, just calm down. You're so defensive. Isn't this your fault? You twist things. Stop imagining. I was just joking. You always remember things wrong. Those are the things that, that people do to twist and make it seem like it's your well, they fault. Sh- they shift the focus is what it exactly mm-hmm. what it does. It's like, Hey, I don't want this focus on me. So they'll, put a different perspective or a different light, gaslighting, different mm-hmm. light on it to make it seem like now you're the one in trouble instead of, hey, let's talk about what's actually the problem. And you can hear him. You can hear him go, whoa, wait a minute. Like, what just happened here? What just happened here? Why am <clears throat> I getting in trouble for bringing up something that we just need to talk about? Mm-hmm. And then she's mad at him again, and then she's mad at him again, and he's just yeah. over here going like, let's talk about this. Let's work through this conflict. And well, she's... every time that he brings up the topic... If he goes back to it at all, she just says, I can't. I can't even. I just, I can't. I have nothing oh to gosh, say. I have nothing to say. No, I disagree. I, I, you, well, this is wrong. I disagree. I think everything's fine, essentially. Which so. is just a, a way of saying, like, I'm going to pout mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose not to talk this through. I'm going to, I'm, I'm not. And, and if you, here's the thing. Let's, let's go into this, what she could have done differently, Definitely. right? Mm-hmm. She could say, this is a big conversation to have. Mm-hmm. One, because I feel like there's things that I need to like explain. And two, I just am really flooded right now. Like mm-hmm. I am, I am emotionally overloaded and my family's waiting in there. I want to talk that with you about this. Mm-hmm. Can we, can we push pause on this conversation enough and come back to it? Let's meet my family. I really feel like you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I get why you're heated. Like I'm going to validate you. Mm-hmm. And can we go and can we move into this thing? We'll come back. We're going to, we're going to get through this. It's, it's a, your way of saying your perception is real. There is more information. I hear you. I see you. We will come back. I'm on your team. I want to fight with us for us, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't sometimes have the capabilities of being in the moment and being articulate. There has to be space for you to push pause. You can't push pause for years. Right. <laughs> you really can't even push pause for days. Yeah. This is like a pause for maybe a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. You have to give time to like get perception perspective, but you got to come back to it. Yeah. I mean, it's the thing about it is it still needs to be addressed. And it's one of those things where depending on what your relationship style is or attachment style is, you can say, I can see where that would be concerning. Um, let's, let's talk about that. We are supposed to meet my family right now. Uh, can, can we do that afterwards? Um, because this is going to take some explaining or, hey, if I can give a simple explanation, it's not going to come across correctly, uh, but I can definitely come back to that later. I mean, and any, really any different number of ways start validating, like, like, I can see why yeah, that would be concerned. Exactly. Like, let's, let's, you're right, we do need and to so talk about And so sorry that this. someone let's had that experience yeah. with you about mm-hmm. me. Um, and I hear you and I see you. I see that all the time. That's from Parenthood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that show. But yeah, like that's... The, the the thing that she does is just continue to get more and more shut down, but then she escalates it to the point where she practically walks herself out of the relationship yeah. in a matter of minutes. 
Yeah, which she, again is part of a sign of hey, this is not a stable person. <laughs> this is not somebody right? who's who can communicate in a meaningful way about their relationship or you know it just brings up more dramas you know good tv great but at mm-hmm. the same time in a real relationship that's a big sign of hey this person when there's i mean behavioral psychology right this is their behavior when there's an issue that they want to avoid they are going to try to shift the focus and turn around on i can't believe you're asking me that oh my gosh never explain no mm-hmm. explaining no explanation no responses just shift you're, the focus you're the move worst it away you have the worst timing put the blame somewhere else anywhere mm-hmm. else right and all that does is leave the person asking the question feeling shamed and feeling doubt and feeling really confused about did, did i see this correctly yeah was what i heard and saw accurate like i'm so confused i don't really know how to move forward not only that but it leaves the impression of yeah they're absolutely hiding something yeah yeah, it definitely leaves the, the sense that it's not going to go well. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to point out something right here, too. Sometimes couples feel like the presence of a conflict like this mm-hmm. means we're done. There's something that we disagree on. There's something that is, is shifting our, our perceptions or views of each other. We're having a fight, so therefore we're done. And I am of the belief, and I know Marcus too, Mm -hmm. that the presence of a conflict does not mean that you need to get out of the relationship. Right. You will have conflict in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You need to have conflict resolution skills. Are there conflicts that are insurmountable? Yeah. Absolutely. Are those conflicts reasons sometimes you have a relationship? Definitely. Yeah. But I would think that, um, I don't know if there's a statistic out there about this, but I, I think that most of the time people get out of relationships because of their inability to resolve conflict with that person, regardless of what that conflict is. Mm-hmm. Having said that, caveat with addiction, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's Yeah, there something. are some things that are, yeah, they're insurmountable, but at the same time, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people just are under the impression that, oh, relationships are always just supposed to be perfect. There's never any conflict. If there's conflict, that means something's wrong. That means We have different communication styles, so therefore we're never going to work out. Which is not true. The thing about it, you can tell a strong relationship because when there are problems, you can work through them. Not because there's, oh, they never have a problem. It's that when there are, because that's how life goes. Yeah. That you work on those together and you're able to communicate those issues. So going back to the ancient anxious and avoiding attachment system when you get flooded you have a tendency to swing to one of those those styles right um and it seems to me that like when people get anxious they want to solve the problem right away or they want to be able to like fix it and when they get avoidant they just want to leave and i feel like i feel like peter was doing secure really well and he was Mm -hmm. saying like no i'm here i'm not trying to attack you like i just need to understand and she was doing avoidant Oh, yeah, it's absolutely, literally fight or flight. And she yeah. was like, see ya. Yeah, she's like, Bye. I am out. Yeah. And then what's interesting is that, um, so th- as, the, as the the evening progresses, he does not end up going to meet her family. She ends up sobbing to them in the parking lot, mm-hmm. which is awful. It was so sad. I felt so bad for her. And then the next day, you see him like, I don't know what the flip to think about that. And she comes to knock on the door, and she's still not explaining anything. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> she's still not... She doesn't answer the door and say, can I help you understand about what your ex-girlfriend said about me? Yeah. None of that. It was just, hey, I just feel like you're not giving me a chance. and I love I you. Wanna, yeah. I love you. Yeah. I don't know why you can't see that I love you and why you wouldn't want to keep 
me because I love you. Also, to any sane third party watching, like, like if this is what love looks like to you, there's some serious issues. This like, is not going to go well. This person does not have longevity. <laughs> right? Red flag screaming. And I, I appreciated her being like, it's so hard for me and yeah. I'm working so hard. And I really like my heart ached for her when she was like, this is the hardest I've ever worked because I was like, holy crap. If this is the hardest you've ever worked, I feel like I want to start a support group for your exes. Well, what's hilarious about them is you swear, like, off screen, there's probably some counselor going, like, okay, you could have handled this better. Let's try again. So she goes back to, like, try, try to it again, and, and she, she still does not the same pattern of behavior. I'm not going to explain anything. I'm not going to tell you what happened. I'm just going to say, I love you. I'm in this. Not and, really, but. Yeah, and she comes in, and she's crying in a couple of minutes. And then he's like, okay, well, I'll just let you know. And because he kind of leaves her with a cliffhanger rather than being like, that's okay, baby. You can throw a tantrum and I still love you. She goes in the hallway and has a total Meltdown. breakdown. Yeah. Like, I I wanted to hug her and be like, you need to just take yourself out of the game and get some therapy. <laughs> yes. You're cute. You He's got some cute. stuff to work on. You're not real cute together. Let's, let's get to that, you know? that first step. Let's work oh on my your gosh. issues first. And then try Heal yourself <laughs> before. You know, like, she clearly wants to be in this relationship. She really likes the guy, but she she can't see that she has to be able to take her part. Okay, so let's break down again. Just so, for because the therapist in me just feels like, people, we it. need you to know. The presence of a conflict does not mean it's a deal breaker. Right. When a conflict presents itself, do some reflective listening. Yes. Help clarify what needs to be said. If there's truth in what they're being said, take ownership. Say, yeah, I can see that. Validate. I can see why you'd feel that way. Exactly. And try to listen and dialogue through the through the information exchange. Yeah. We talk to each other about, okay, so this is past behavior, or what are we going to do to work through this, or what's our next step? Sometimes I think you need to. Yeah, you need to Whatever. say like, there's a plan, but how distressing is this for you? <laughs> Does this affect your ability to live with me? <laughs> is this causing disruptions in your eating or sleeping? Yeah. Because if the if their answers are yes or no to that, like you're you as a partner need to say, "Holy cow, I am so sorry that whatever my behavior is, my reactions are are causing you that level of distress. I love you." Mm-hmm. And my desire is not to cause you distress. Help me understand if I'm being misunderstood in my behaviors or what I'm saying or doing that's hurting your feelings. And you don't necessarily have to say, I'm going to change my entire personality to oh, fit no, what you no, need. Yeah, but it. you definitely become more sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. I would say over the course of our time together in our relationship, he has been able to notice, um, you know what? She might need a little bit of affection right now. I'm going to come in and I'm just going to kind of like give her a hug because she seems a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I know that that soothes her. Or he's going to say, do you need to like, do you want to take a break? Do you need something? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I do the same thing for him. It's, it's the, I'm going to notice what's happening for you. I'm going to take the information. I'm not going to demand, Hey, you go take a break. Get out of here right, right. now. I'm going to say, do you need this? I'm noticing this and let them choose. Definitely. I know a couple times my first words at the door after work are, what can I do to help? <laughs> yes. And God bless him. Cause I know a lot of husbands struggle with that, but he comes home ready to engage. He, he, de- he decompresses on his way home from work and he comes in and he's ready to just jump in. And I feel like that's been something that's so helpful for me. So I try to do the same thing when I come home from yeah. work. It's not the, oh my gosh, get everybody away from me. I just, you know, want to, I, I say, okay, where are we at? 
Yep. And let's just jump in because parenting alone is the worst. <laughs> it's super hard. <laughs> and you need two people to raise kiddos. Kiddos. I mean, you, single parents. I, I just, it's hard. It's super hard. We love you. Well, there's two. It's just hard. So, okay. In conclusion, the presence of a conflict does not mean it's a deal breaker. But how you handle and manage conflict is important. And if your partner can't do the conflict resolution, resolution skills that you have, like if you're not matching, notice that. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to say to Peter. Yeah. Peter, you're doing a great job, buddy. Yes. You are doing a great job, job. Bringing up topics, talking about staying stuff that's calm, important, doing all the things, overreacting or judging, right? but asking the right questions. Yeah. And so when he when he is doing all these great things, he needs to find a partner who can. Having said that, here's the cliffhanger. He picked her <laughs> to go on to the, to next, go on to the next level. Like yeah. he should have broken up with her right then. Yeah. And he picked her. And to me, that just meant maybe Peter doesn't want to get married. Possible. Or maybe Peter does like drama. I think that's that's my theory. I, I can see that he like believes in her, but I also yeah. feel like she needs to give him some more to believe in. Well, no, also <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe a little hero complex. Oh, I can fix her. Um, yes. so amazing that I can fix her. She's with me. She won't want to do that. She won't do bad things anymore. Try to break up other relationships because she just wants to be with me so bad that that won't be a problem anymore. Yes. I'm amazing. And that's an issue as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. This, this show, there's so much meat to this show. <laughs> oh, God, there was a lot to, to, to feed on. You can now. see why I've been like ruminating over this all day like oh my gosh there's so many teaching moments inside of this episode (laughs) well thanks for joining us uh hit us up with a comment or um a like if you will you can email me at lonnie at millcreek-counseling.com or you can follow me at lonnie k Harmon lcsw on instagram and lonnie is l-o-n-i let us know if i need to do more podcasts with lonnie yes (laughs) and i think he does because He's dreamy. He's my McDreamy. Okay, love you. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Dating Counselor podcast, where I help you build a successful relationship. It would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast so that we can change the way dating is happening and everybody can have a successful experience. If you do, please send me a screenshot. I would love to see your review and share it on my social media. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good one. Peace and blessings. This podcast and the social media associated with it represents the opinions of Lonnie K. Harmon, LCSW, and her guests to the show. The content here is intended to be psychoeducational and should not be taken as specific mental health advice. The content here is for informational and educational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your mental health professional for any mental health questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and social media are her own and that of her guests to the show. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. Privacy is of, is of utmost importance to us. All people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect client confidentiality. 
This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with our content establish a therapist-client relationship. If you find any errors in any of the content of this podcast, please send a message to Lonnie at Lonnie at MillCreek-Counseling.com. That's Lonnie, L-O-N-I, at MillCreek-Counseling.com.